a podcast. Did your radio show get canceled? Fire, fire, fire. Low down and filthy, but the discipline is on point. Schooled myself, made my own dojo. A cold flow with the whole dose of soul. Maintain composure, even in fury. An anomaly, properties undiscernible. To this week on the Pete the Planner Show, it's the return of you. And to kick us off, right off the bat, we welcome Ashley to the show. Ashley, you're wondering how on earth can you pay off $42,000 in student loans while saving for a home, building a savings, and starting to contribute to your retirement plan. Uh, first of all, welcome to the show, Ashley. Hi, thank you for having me. All right. So give me the lowdown. You're, you're 26 years old. You make uh, yes. about $36,000 a year. You have some student loans. Uh, what else am I missing here? Well, um, I guess the main goal that I have right now is to, I'm in recovery mode. So I'm really trying to get on good financial footing if that's the right time since I'm still relatively young. I want to make sure that I can contribute to my retirement, and I'm making sure I'm doing it wisely. I want to save for a home and also get rid of this debt. I have $42,000 in student loans, and I said earlier that it's pretty much in vain because I didn't even get a college degree, so it's kind of like I don't have much motivation to pay it off because I feel like I don't have anything to show for it, but I know that it's important to, you know, get that off my plate so that I can move forward. Sure. So you know, looking in the past, if you will. So you, you mentioned recovery mode. What what are you oh, yeah. recovering from? What, what specifically? Well, I was married for three years, and we had such an up-and-down relationship, you know, in all aspects of the meaning. So as far as my money is concerned, that definitely took a hit when it came to my credit, and I did file bankruptcy. So that was a big financial decision to make. So I'm kind of trying to figure out how to get back on top because I feel I'm not I don't feel as swamped as I did um, when we got separated because I'm I'm you know slowly coming out of it but there's just still a lot of questions that I have. Sure. So I'm not sure where to start. Well, I'm glad you're here because we're going to help you understand where to start. Uh, tell me uh, how long uh, has it been since uh, you're sort of on your own after the bankruptcy? How long ago did you file bankruptcy? I filed in mid June. Okay. Is when it was finalized. So we are recording in uh, late August, so a couple months. Now, mm -hmm. do you have any monthly obligations related to the bankruptcy? Do you have to make any payments? No, I do not. And so I've got your take-home pay on a monthly basis, just over $2,200 a month. Um, and your okay. your rent payments, just over $600 a month. What's, uh -huh. the, what's the other $1,600 a month go to right now? So my biggest expenses right now would be rent, which is six twenty, and my daycare expenses, which is six hundred, and well, six hundred dollars a month. And I have I don't have a car payment. Um, there's car insurance and like the regular monthly bills. But the two biggest things I have is the twelve hundred, well, twenty, one thousand two hundred and twenty mm -hmm. about that comes out every month. Okay. So that's the biggest thing. Okay. So the two biggest things that you said daycare and rent, right? Yeah. Okay, so that leaves you a thousand dollars a month after that. It may not feel like you have an additional thousand dollars a month. Right. Um, what do you think it does? I mean, because I feel like 
again, I've been there. I, I've been there where it's like, oh, I have a thousand dollars for all the other things, but it, there's no way it feels like it, right? There's no way. Right, exactly. I think my biggest problem, if you want to call it a problem, is eating out. So, like, when I go to lunch, I'm always eating out. I did eat breakfast out, too, but I stopped doing that. So, food is another expense, too. Um, I don't have, like, a shopping habit. I'm not really big on that. It's mainly food. And, like, you know, my monthly bills and anything. I have two kids as well. So, anything that they need, you know, the money goes to that. Yeah, you have two little ones. You know, I'm going to do something here. We always talk about living wage. Um... I'm, based on the area code of your phone number we called you at, I'm, this is sort of a weird yeah. question. I'm trying to, 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 to do this without telling everyone where you live. But you live in the central area of that community, right? So, sort of, yeah. Okay. So that's sort of a weird way to put it. So there's a concept called living wage, which is how much does an adult need to earn on an hourly basis to survive based on the number of people they have in their household? And, and by survive, I mean to get ahead? Like how much money do you need to make to, to uh, be able to move yourself forward absent debt and, and a lack of savings? So mm-hmm. you are one adult in your household, correct? I'm sorry, could you repeat that? You, uh, there's only one adult in your household, it's you, right? Yes, and, right. and two children. Uh-huh. Okay, so what I know is, sorry, I'm doing some math as we go here. You are uh, living wage for someone with one adult and two children in the area in which you live is $27.08 an hour. Okay, so that is to say, if you made $27.08 an hour, there is an expectation that you could live a very healthy financial life. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay, here's what you and I both know, Ashley. You do not make $27.08 an hour, do you? Nope. Nope. Uh, you make uh, roughly here. Hold on. Uh, uh, what? Seventeen bucks an hour. Does that seem right? Yep, that's right. All right. So you make ten dollars less an hour than the Massachusetts Institute of Technology (MIT) says that it takes to live in, in the area in which you live to to make hay. So our our question that we're trying to deal with today is: How do we take your situation in which? Uh, things don't feel like they're working. You owe $42,000 in student loans, which you're not paying, and, and, and the savings isn't where we need it to be. How much do you have in savings right now, Ashley? Definitely not enough. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I already know that it, it, it's very dismal, the outlook of my savings. But right now, I have a, a cushion in my second account, which I could push over maybe $500, um, but I just haven't, I just haven't done it. If you could do one thing, like if you if you like really thought about it and you're like, if I did this one thing, I know my financial life would improve. Uh, for mm-hmm. you, is it to dine out less? Yes, it is. That's, that's one thing. But I guess, I mean, to play the other side of that, a single parent with two kids, you might not have all the time in the world for meal prep. Is that fair? Exactly. Yeah, that's fair. Hmm. Well, let's do this. Uh, Nicole, I want you to pull up a chart. Ashley, you obviously won't be able to see this because you, uh, you are on the phone. Uh, but, but we like to classify people into four categories financially. You've sort of okay. self-identified that you don't feel like things are going that well. And if we run your power percentage, which 
Your power percentage is a number that helps us understand what you do with your income. Your power percentage happens to be close to zero because the debt you have, you aren't currently paying on it. That would put you in this category where people feel the following way. So I guess my question to you, Ashley, is do you feel defeated, despondent, and resigned to this is your reality? Is that how you feel about your financial life? Yes, in a way, yeah. So I guess our job, Nicole, if you'll pop to the next slide, if you're watching on PeteThePlanner.tv, you can see there's a red asterisk on the screen. And our goal is to get you to go to a place where uh, your power percentage is higher and you're feeling better about your financial life. That's the weird thing about your situation is not only do we want your reality to be better, like we want you to have a savings and to pay off your debt, but more than anything, we want you to have the relief that comes with that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. All right. So. How often do you get paid? I am paid every week. Every week? On a Friday? Yes. On a Friday. Okay. Uh, does it deposited into your checking account? Yes, it is. And does your employer offer a 401k? Yes, they do. And are you contributing? Not right now. Okay. Is that because of, you're, again, you're just trying to sort yourself off from the bankruptcy, sort, sort things out, and you feel like you need every dollar saved? No, I, um, I'm not contributing now, basically, basically because I'm just not sure what to do. I wanted to meet with um, a person that they have um, in control of their retirement and just have him show me, like, the ropes and just, I guess, everything that goes into a 401k. Um, I just wanted more information, really. Sure. Well, I, let's give you that information now. Let's save you a meeting, okay. right? Um, <laughs> So here, here's the thing about a 401k, and, and we've got other issues to deal with, right? We got to get you out of debt. We got to get your savings account uh, up so that an emergency happens, you're okay. But ultimately, yeah. at 26 years old, if you can get some money going to your 401k, eventually, you'll have a hell of a lot of money over there. Like, like and I mean that, like uh -huh. hundreds of thousands of dollars if we're doing this correct. But the key is uh -huh. to do it as soon as possible. Like if you wait until you're 36, you're not going to have nearly as much money as if you do it now. So uh, do you happen okay. to know what your employer match is? That means how much they put in for you if you put some in. Do you happen to know that? Yes. Um, they match up to 50% of eight. So if I'm putting in 8%, they'll put in four. Okay. So this is fantastic, right? Because that instantly takes your power percentage from zero, which it is now, to 12 because if you put in eight and they put in four that means 12 percent of your income is then going towards something good that's not to suggest that rent is not good or feeding your children isn't good or daycare isn't good but <laughs> as it relates to your financial life like you can increase your power percentage which is the point of us spending time here together by mm -hmm. putting eight percent of your income towards your 401k so uh how uh, i'm trying to say you make 30 i'm doing some math on the fly i'm, I'm very sorry uh seven seven hundred dollars a week is your gross pay um exactly if you put eight percent in that's fifty six dollars could you spare fifty six dollars a week i could make that happen so do that because that makes your power percentage go up 12%. Nicole, can you show us uh, the slide once again with the asterisks on it? Uh, if you look here, what we're trying to do is not only, again, trying to move you further towards uh, a higher power percentage, which is the horizontal oh. axis if you're watching on Pizza Planner TV, but would you feel better if you're saving for your future? I would feel 10 times better. Okay. Now, 
What is the next financial break happening in your life? What's the next good thing that is coming? You just got to wait for it to get here. Do you have something like that? Um, I guess I could say we get quarterly bonuses. That's something that I look forward to. I don't even get a quarterly bonus, but then again, I'm a poor performer at my job and my boss is, <laughs> is unattractive. Um, so how much of a quarterly bonus are you getting? Um, it's relatively, well, it, it kind of fluctuates based on sales. Recently, I think I got 580. Um, before, I've gotten about six, almost 700. So it really depends on how the company performs. And when's the next one that you will, uh, when would you get it? Um, I believe it's November. Okay. So you just got one, and that might be the extra 500 bucks that you said is in your checking that you're willing to move over. That's right. I listen. See, my wife says I don't listen, <laughs> Ashley. Could you please call her and be like, he kind of listens to other people. Um, I'll let her know. Here's the thing. I, she always, like, she leaves the house. She's like, hey, can you empty the dishwasher? And then I don't do it right then, and then I forget, and then I get in trouble. And this, this is the biggest problem in my life. Enough about <laughs> me. Okay, so 500 bucks, that's an issue. That's good. You're moving that over to savings. So mm -hmm. then here's what I think, here's what I think we can do. Uh, start your 401k like today, like when we get off the phone, sign up at 8%, that's 56 bucks a week, which is gonna make a huge difference. Your power percentage goes up to 12. And then all I need you to do, and this sounds a little bit nuts, is to make it to November so that next bonus can also go in your savings. Now, I have to be honest here, you got two kids. Will you spend a lot of your November bonus on holiday things, do you think? Um, probably not. Okay. I wouldn't really like splurge on anything like that. If, if I were to get something, it would be gradually over time. It wouldn't be all at once. When's the last time you paid on your student loans? Do you know? Oh man, um, years ago. Okay. To be honest. Do you like? Do you know who to call, or are they regularly calling you? Do you know how to get a hold of them and to get current? Yes. Yes, I do. Do you yes. know what your income-based repayment amount is? Um, I can't say I'm sure. I haven't checked. Last time I looked into that was maybe early this year, but I haven't revisited that since then. Here, here's, the, here's what's crazy. If you put away your bonuses every quarter, if you save them for, for the next three quarters, because you've already saved one, your power mm -hmm. percentage goes up another 5%. And so again, we would like your power percentage to be above 20%. Right now it's zero. By putting your mm -hmm. 401k, it's at 12 by saving your bonus, your power percentage goes to 17.5%. With those two simple little moves, your financial behavior improves greatly. So here, here's, here's where it comes down to it. After November, then what we want you to do is once you've got essentially, hopefully, $1,000 in savings, then we want you to turn your attention back to your student loans. I, yes, I'm recommending you not pay them for another couple months until we can create some more stability. But once you, okay. once you figure out what your income-based repayment is, um, start making it. Your power percentage will go up even more. And then, Ashley, guess what you've done? You've done three things. You've began to save for retirement aggressively. You have mm -hmm. uh, secured a savings account that helps you uh, protect your family if something goes wrong. And then you began to pay back your student loans, which, by the way, is going to be a horribly tedious process. Um, that you're just going to have to deal with. Now, I understand since right. you don't have a degree and you have $42,000 in loans, you know, the, the natural inclination is to say, screw it, I'm never going to pay them. Mm -hmm. But if you do that, you're, I mean, I don't want to be dramatic, 
but your financial life is over if you do that. It's true. Yeah, you're, you're right. You will never get a house, ever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, look, I know you're stressed. I think you said out of seven, you are at a five on the stress level. And I yeah, get, I get yeah. that, but I think you're like three months away and which may not may seem like a long time or I don't know. I think you're three months away from feeling a hell of a lot better than you feel right now. All right. Does that seem real or does this seem like just some weird guy just saying things? <laughs> no, I mean, I totally agree with you. I think it's just a lot of it boils down to being disciplined and making sure that I understand the importance of getting rid of that big amount of debt as well as paying for towards my future because I don't only have me to think about. I still have, you know, two little ones who see me as an example, and I'm also their caregiver. So, I mean, there's a lot of, you know, things to motivate me. I just have to act on it. That's all it is. So, I mean, you're totally right. I just, I agree with you. Can I ask you a sensitive question? please. It's, yeah, I, I, but you, since you don't know what it is, like you probably shouldn't have said yes, but I'm just going to ask you anyway. Are you receiving any sort of child support or anything right now? Absolutely not. But we do have, we opened the case um, for him, but no, I don't receive anything as of today. Do you think within the next year you may receive something? Um, probably not. Okay. I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with no. Okay, so here's where I'm going with that. Um, if that ever happens, obviously the reason that would happen is so you can contribute that money to the care of your children. But here's the thing, you're already handling that. That's not to suggest mm -hmm. that you don't need it or you shouldn't get it. That's just to say that you, you've already dealt with that. You're like, I got it because you're not mm -hmm. doing it. That's to say if it ever does come, that money should go directly to savings, like directly. Okay because that way you don't increase your lifestyle. And then if it ever goes away, if he ever stops paying, if he starts paying, uh -huh. then your financial life gets bad because your lifestyle would have grown and, and then you're mad all over right. again, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is a weird, I mean, this is a weird situation, right? And I, 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 don't, I don't mean that in a trivial way. I mean, it's like, it's not great. You're not paying on student loans. You have, you have not much savings other than the 500 bucks and your power percentage right now as we talk is zero. But I think within, six months it could be over 20 percent and, and i don't know how much this means to you other than ashley it means you go from a not having great financial behavior to really solid financial behavior that puts you on a path to getting your life back that's the way i view this right okay you you seem like it's weird like you, you you're stressed you say you're stressed but you seem really calm about this <laughs> i get that a lot well, I mean, I am. I mean, I guess it's not because I'm struggling day to day. Like, I'm still making it, but my stress is mainly my future. And I know that although it's quote-unquote okay right now, when I'm 36 or 40 or nearing retirement, it'll it'll show it's a really deadly head, pretty much. And I'm not, I don't want to see that in my future. I want to get rid of it and, you know, make sure that I'm okay. So I guess you can say I am somewhat calm, but I'm still stressed in regards to my future. No, and I appreciate that. I mean, here, here's where you're going, though. You're going to a point in time very soon in which the actions you're taking at 26 will lead to an incredibly secure future because you, you took the time to care, right? I mean, yeah. the bankruptcy, uh, let's be, I don't know what your, your debt situation was, but it seems like the, the bankruptcy provided you some pretty good relief, did it not? It did, a lot. 
So like now you gotta take advantage of it. That, that's the thing coming off bankruptcy. Sometimes people are leverage it to do amazing things and other times they completely waste the opportunity and I think that's the crossroads you're at. Right, okay. Can I have an update in November when you get your second bonus that you have not only increased your 401k starting later today, but that you also have close to $1,000 in savings? Can you please one way or another let us know? I will definitely contact you and let you know. Is there anything else I can help you with? No, Pete, you have been very helpful. I'm very happy that I took the time out to talk to you today. Ashley, I'm rooting for you. I, I happen to be your biggest fan. If I knew what you look like, I would have it uh, painted on a t-shirt, which seems creepy. Like, like if, a, if a man that looked like me walked up to you on the street with your face on his t-shirt, you'd have to, to punch him, right? No, I'm not mean. I wouldn't do that. Okay, well, I couldn't defend I myself anyway. That. Ashley, please update us. Best of luck. Increase your power percentage. You're going to go from zero to 17%, okay? All right, it sounds good. All right, thanks, Ashley. Thank you. All right, uh, Nicole. Uh, Nicole, do this if you can. Pull up the other keynote deck that has the key for power percentage on it. Can you do that? It's uh, it's just on the other keynote. Am I am I asking to, to do something crazy here, or do you think you can do it? No, let me see if I can find it really Okay, quick. here's the point, everybody. This show is now about power percentage. Like, this used to be about the day you become a millionaire, and that's cute, and it's wonderful, and it's fun. This day, This show is now about your behavior, 100%. Do you have the right behavior with your income? We have just taken someone, Ashley, who makes below living wage, a single mother of two making below living wage who had a 0% power percentage, zero, which is not good. Anything less than 10% means you're a ticking time bomb financially. Less than 10 is, is not good. We're gonna take her to 17, which is just short of good. Nicole, do you have the, the keynote? Pull it up. All right, if you're watching right now at PeteThePlanner.tv, if your power percentage is 10% or below, that's bad. 11 to 20% is okay. 21 to 34 is good. And 35 and above is perfect. In just a couple moves, Ashley can go from feeling bad about her financial life to taking action and being at a 17 and a half I want to make your power percentage go up, be on the show. I'm not giving you a million dollar day anymore. No one cares. This is about your behavior. Be like Ashley. Go from zero to 17 and a half with a conversation with me. That's all it takes. So until next time, make your power percentage go up, and I'll see you soon. Goodbye. This is for information purposes only. It's not the Swiss financial planning device. Consult a financial divisor. Hi, I'm internet podcaster Peter Dunn. You may know me as Pete the Planner. You hear me on the radio and on your podcasting device, but did you know you can also see me on YouTube? That's right, we have a YouTube channel and we call it PeteThePlanner.tv. We ask you to subscribe so you can catch great shows like Pete's Eats and this here podcast with drawings. But the drawings are made with a video camera. Subscribe today. 
fueled by the ink and the megabytes and the hypertext transfer protocol stronger than the skynet and the terminator i push faders into warp speed glide with ease creating a breeze they call a black hole event horizon no rear view concerns this i adjourn and beats i burn this i adjourn and beats i burn Salutations, I bring you love, trying greetings from a far away land. I am the sole controller. Put the remote down and let me take control. You're now a part of my zone, so enjoy yourself. Love, try can restore your health. I bring you greetings. Uh, salutations, how you doing? And is that how y'all say it? 